All right. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. Still not getting perfect with these dials, but I'm the madman and I'm in charge tonight. I'm in the king's throne. Oh, shit. Exactly. So I'm in charge. And I'm the hill hippie hoping shit don't blow up over here. <laughs> don't call the cops, man. Uh, it's never. not a threat. Never. It's not a threat. Anyway, welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. Uh, greetings. Thank you for listening. Uh, we I usually ca- start with our weekends, bro. I kind of don't have a choice to listen. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of part and parcel about being in the room with me. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. But we start with our weekends. How was your weekend, bro? Ah. Uh, Got no complaints. Uh, not going to talk about the weekend itself so much because it was just, you know, it was a weekend. But since we had the holiday, I, I'm going to speak about the holiday because the holiday was fun. All right, Thanksgiving. You know, mom and dad came up, went over to my brother's house, said hi to mom and dad, talked to them for about five minutes, and then spent the rest of my time with my nephew. I know how that goes. Oh, yeah. It, it, little guy's just about to turn one. So he's oh, yeah. he can't talk. He can't really walk yet. He's he's almost at the walking stage, but he he was so much fun to play with, man. And when I showed up, they were trying to take his picture, and he was he wasn't having nothing to do with it. Then Uncle Devin walked in the door, and he just perked up and smiled and just stared at me. And my sister in law was like, "Whatever you're doing, keep doing it." Yeah. I was like, "No problem." Hi, buddy. How you doing? And he put this big old grin on his face, and she got a couple of pictures, and it it made me feel really special. Yeah. And then I chased him around on on the floor on all fours. <laughs> that's cool, man. Anything else? Nah, that's that's the highlight for me, yeah. and I, I really can't top that. So there's understand. no reason to continue. I understand. And. uh <clears throat> Well, my weekend, yeah, I did the turkey thing and the family thing, and that's always great. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my weekend is basically Monday and Tuesday. Right. And so, uh, like, the start of this show is officially the end of my weekend. So, <laughs> it's, uh, so um, but what I've been doing is because I'm on this other show, um, uh, Lost in the Long Box. Maybe yes. you've heard of it. And uh, No, never, not even once. <laughs> but uh, that's on Mondays at 7. And so... And the host of that show, Randall, is just the greatest. He's always giving me stuff to read. Now I got stuff backed up that I need to read. I mean, I got Crisis on Infinite Earths I need to read. He mm-hmm. gave me a bunch, a couple of comic books I'm going to talk about today and some things that he wrote that I'm going to talk about today. All right. Because I think it's all hilarious. Okay? <laughs> okay, so the comic books are hilarious, which is comic. Yeah, okay, I get it. So, but uh, uh, what... Uh, Randy Road is hilarious as well? It's particularly hilarious. Particularly hilarious. So I'm going to end with that. I want to start with this one that I read today. Batman and Elmer Fudd crossover. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, DC and Looney Tunes like, got together. And Where are you going, you wascally bat? <laughs> it's all written from Fred, uh, um, Elmer Fudd's perspective. Yes. <laughs> so, it couldn't have been done any other way. Well, it, it's it's interesting. Both of these comic books I'm talking, I'm going to talk about. Um, they have like one story that is like the the gritty DC world, mm-hmm. and then another story which is the Looney Tunes world. And it's both they're both crossovers. The tongue and cheek campy yeah, Looney Tunes world. Exactly. And How would Batman react? And they're both hilarious. You know. So go out there. I don't want to spoil it because I'm going to leave these books here. Uh, Randy Randy told me to leave them because they these are worth sharing. Gotcha. Just be careful careful with them. Oh. Absolutely. Bat- Batman versus Elmer Foot. Make sure to uh, not sneeze and touch touch the comic books. All right. The second one I have is another crossover. It's Wonder Woman versus the Tasmanian Devil. All righty. <laughs> I, I kind of got to say, I think Taz could take her. I think Taz could take her. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> And if not, he's a, uh, if he can't take her, he's at the right height for Wonder Woman to make him her bitch. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she's got magic weapons. And she, he's, got, I, he's got that long tongue. But the, that's the thing. It's like I was wondering how they're going to – because, like, the funniest thing about the Tasmanian Devil is how he communicates. <laughs> yeah. And I was wondering how they're going to do that in this book. And it's really interesting what they did with it. And so I highly recommend you read these because they, they are hilarious. And the second part, the fun one, is this, uh, it's really cool in the Tasmanian Devil Wonder Woman one, where it's after, you know, it's post the, the original story, but then she's singing to him um, the story of the fall of Troy. 
Mm. You know, and it's kind of interesting. It's historical and interesting. I already know how she can understand the Tasmanian devil. How's that? Simple. Uh, pr- Primascara or wherever it is that Wonder Woman's from. Thermascara. Thermascara. Uh, is a woman-dominated tribe. Uh, that's how all, all the men there are apparently idiots, um, and that's how they apparently talk. So she's used to hearing the blathering about, idiot. I got a quicker explanation for you. Because magic. Okay. But mine's more fun. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. She just naturally understands. She just magically understands. Where's the imagination in that? That is imagination. Magic is imagination. Okay, I'm not going to argue with the hill hippie on that one. <laughs> no, that's lazy writing is what that is, because <laughs> magic. Because magic. That's the only reason. So um, what Randy gave me is he gave me this, uh, it's basically fan fiction or a story for World's Finest, mm-hmm. you know, Batman, Superman kind of story. Um. And I'll be honest, it's really good, but there's a couple of parts I want to point out, right? Okay. All right. And then I'll start rave, ranting and raving about how great it is. All right. <laughs> okay. Because it's let really me, good. Let me tear it, tear you down to build you up. All right. Sounds good. That's exactly how I'm going to play it. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm, I made some notes in here, Randy, if you're listening, in pencil, so you can erase them. But uh, I, when I read this paragraph, I just had to write Randy Hart Superman uh, next to it so I can find it later. All right. <laughs> so... Uh, this is this is what he wrote in this story about uh, Superman showing up to save the day. Hmm. They all turn. They all turn to see a tall man approaching them. He has a square, strong jaw, blue eyes, and jet black hair. His body looks as if Michelangelo himself carved him from stone. He wears a suit of blue, with a long red flowing cape behind him. On his chest is a large yellow S, in a red bordered. Shield. Hmm. So sculpted I, by Michelangelo. Wow. What's up? What's up with that, Randy? <laughs> what's up with that, Randy? Let me find the other one. Uh. <laughs> Randy and Cowell sitting in a tree. Oh, it gets better. It gets so much better. Where is it? Ah, oh, here it is. The other heart. All right. Here's another. Uh, Another scene he's describing for the comic book. The bustle of a city newsroom at the Daily Planet. Amid the ringing phones, rushing reporters, copy boys, and sounds of computer typing, we see a solitary figure at his desk. He is a handsome man with neatly trimmed hair parted on the side. His facial features are solid and has piercing blue eyes that can even that can be seen even though through the wire-rimmed glasses he wears. He is Clark Kent, along with Lois Lane. It's... He is Clark Kent, and along with Lois Lane, is considered to be another well-respected reporter for the paper. Hmm. That's like three sentences about how hot Clark Kent is, and just and Lois Lane's there too. <laughs> <laughs> and Lois too. I mean, we, we can't forget, you know, their prize reporter. <laughs> what? It's, he, he's always off being Superman. There's no way Lois is not a better reporter than him. Right. You know, Lois actually has to do the job. Yeah. I mean, she has an in with Superman, but let's be honest, you know, she's doing all the work. Yeah, uh, she's got an in with Superman because Superman wants an in with her. Well, I bet you she's writing his articles. Probably, well, maybe, <laughs> depending on how early in the meeting we're talking about here. I mean, nowadays, maybe, maybe, but you think uh, uh, Mr. White would figure out that all of Clark's and all of uh, Lois's articles are starting to come with, the, they sound a lot alike, you know? They're a bunch... Look, the the situation in the newsroom there at the Daily Planet is is like everybody knows that that's Superman. It, he's always missing. You know, where's Clark? He's always late. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's off doing. He got stuck in an elevator. You know, some bullshit story about Clark Kent. Right. Everyone, everyone in that room is an investigative reporter. Everyone knows that it's Superman, and they are complicit in helping him. So by all means, pretend you're a reporter. We're on your side, Supes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a dirty little secret of the uh, well the he newsroom. wouldn't have a paycheck if it weren't for all of them right <laughs> uh, you know uh, you mean I gotta write his article again he did save a, uh, a bus full of kids you're right you're right you're that's right. what I mean I, I feel like a dick for complaining but, but you know you think with super speed he could do some of his own work for a change <laughs> anyway um, I, I do want to say that this is an excellent story otherwise I mean he is very florid in his descriptions of uh, many things. 
Um, but I have to say, he's most florid about Superman in his <laughs> chiseled Michelangelo form. Yeah, uh, yeah. Randy's listening. He said he just told me Superman makes me hard. <laughs> when I think it's interesting, I think it's interesting because uh, the Hill Hippie and I earlier had a conversation about <laughs> about Superman's penis, where um, he is the Man of Steel. He's the Man of Steel, right? So would would his junk swing? When it's flaccid. When it's flaccid. And I, I think I came to the conclusion that it would. But even Superman's flaccid dick is harder than your dick is at, will ever be. Yes. So, you know, something to sleep on tonight. And just <laughs> t- keep telling yourself. Sleep on Superman's flaccid penis. <laughs> well, it's just that if he wanted to give you a mushroom stamp, like you told me what that actually is, it was like, it could yeah. kill you. Yeah, absolutely. Lethal mushroom stamp. <laughs> That's definitely a mushroom that could kill you. Yeah, I definitely want I would to, avoid that one at all cost. I definitely want to say to Randy, though, that this is actually a really good story. I want to see where it goes. And I think that the the, the conversations uh, that take place mm-hmm. are very um, genuine to the character. Uh, the things that Superman slash Clark Kent says, they're very genuine to his character. Same with Lois. Uh, Batman and Alfred, the way that they interact... Uh, Bruce calling Lucius. That's excellent. It's like as soon as he learns about the, what was going on at the, you know, Daily Planet or whatever, Bruce makes a call to Lucius and does exactly what I think Batman would do. Right on. And I think that it, you're very true to the characters and it's excellent. And somebody should make a comic book about this. That's awesome. You know, because there's so many pieces of shit fan fiction out there. It's nice to actually run across some that's worth reading. Well, I'm going to be honest. It's not the first Superman comic book. I've seen comic books where I thought the writer was a little too, it's like, I can't wait. Superman comes in with his big steely arms <laughs> and rat enfolds them. I feel so protected. Have you? I've read Superman comics where the narrative is like that, and I'm just like, whoa, the writer is way too into Superman. <laughs> And I just, I, you know, I wanted to make fun of Randy a little bit because it's it's so hilarious. That's got to be a whole different classification there, there when you're turned on by your own creative drawings. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> but seriously, it is good. It is good, Randy. I'd make a few edits right around the, some of the florid, more florid parts. Everyone knows what Superman looks like, you know. You well, he's you, writing it from a take of no one, as someone reading it who's never heard of Superman, perhaps. Well, he loves superheroes. Right. He loves comic books. He knows that I love comic books, too. He knew what I would want to read it. Mm-hmm. I read it. I'm going to make fun of it a little bit, but I'll be honest. I'll, I'll give you straight-up constructive criticism. If that's my only criticism, that's That's pretty excellent. fucking good. Yeah, because there may be some jackass jerk out there like myself, you know... This. Who who would see that and say, I don't want to read this? Yeah, read it and say, dude, the author's uh, gay for Superman. He's, Superman makes him hard. And he does. Yeah. He, and uh, I can't say I blame him. He's like The Rock. Yeah. Randy just told me it was actually for a, a Bat- Superman Batman movie. And I can tell you, it's better than the one we got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's setting a low bar, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if there was a little gay for Superman in the in the movie. You couldn't make it much worse. No. No. That might have actually made it better. I, and I, I think that that uh, Harley Quinn statue you left here, Randy, last night, um, I think it was actually used in the shot at 360 Real Talk last night. Because when I got here, it was all set up inside the shot of the camera. And I'm just like, this. I already hate this thing. She uh, She's over here just bobbing her head next to me. <laughs> I hate Harley Quinn. Uh, that's why I know it's why Randy put it here. He knew it was going to irritate me. I'm going to I'm going to be scanning the room talking about something else, and then I'm going to see Harley Quinn. I'm just going to get furious any second. Well, it would probably behoove us both to move her then, because if it's going to piss you off every time you glance over here because she's right next to me, then okay, that's a good reason to move her. Also, her perfectly sculpted ass is right here in my way of Dude. view. And you're you're getting down on people who are attracted to things they draw. I didn't you're say tra- I didn't tra- say there was a getting down on it. You were talking about her ass like you're you're attracted to a little giant-headed figurine of Harley Quinn. I've been single too long. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't getting down on. I said that's just a whole different classification of uh mental not I don't want to say mental illness but fetish. 
when I was in the Navy, we had these classes where we were taught how to uh, work with women in the military. Okay. Yeah, you know, like I guess sensitivity training or something Makes like sense. that. Yeah. And uh, it was boot camp when this was going on, you know, and we had been, you know, in boot camp for like five weeks. And they had these little slideshows that they're showing us, you know, for this training, and they talk about on the little subject. And in one of these slideshows, there was this just a black and white pencil drawing of a woman in uniform. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, speaking with a male in uniform, they're talking about. Uh, stuff like that and the instructor told us several times it's like quit staring at that drawing because <laughs> that's the closest thing to a woman we've seen in a long long time where we're just like we are totally paying attention to everything you're saying right you, t- <laughs> you take that slide away we're going back to sleep but yeah you got our attention right now and i'm in my rack tonight i'm thinking about that <laughs> <laughs> that barracks had to be just <laughs> all over horrible anyway okay enough of making fun of randy um so uh, uh i know i'm a few years behind on celebrity gossip uh, by the way celebrity gossip is a trait that's kind of unique to americans because uh pretty much anywhere else in the world they don't understand why we americans it's like why do you pay attention to this you know, you, right you don't yeah. really know these people i, I don't get it either but yeah <laughs> But for some reason, I have names like this in my head because I pay attention to like who, what, who's the actor. I, I don't know. It's an inbred in me, I guess. <laughs> it's ingrained. <laughs> we could say inbred. I'm wide enough to say that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, yeah, I know I'm a few years behind, but I was watching a Gav, Gavin McInnes video, and he who? Ca- Gavin McInnes. He's a guy. Uh, he does Obviously. videos. Yeah. And uh, he uh, casually mentioned that Amber Tamblin married David Cross. Who and who? Exactly. You don't know. No. Yeah, Amber, Amber Tamblyn, she was an actress. She was in The Sister of the Traveling Pants. She was also in that TV show with God where she saw God, jo- Joan of Arcadia. In that video movie where she saw God? I think that's a porno. Talk to God. Yeah. When they're going, oh, God, oh, God. It doesn't mean they're actually talking to him. I don't think so. Anyway, uh, but you know who David Cross is, don't you? Nope. Oh, my God. Uh, have you seen Arrested Development? Yes. Tobias Funke. Oh, okay. All right. And if, man, you need to look at look up a picture of Amber Tamblyn and then look at a picture of David Cross and then maybe you'd understand what I'm talking about. Is one super hot and the other super not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I would say that Amber is a seven and David's a two. Well, then either A, he's got a great personality or B, he's got 10 pounds of swinging meat. Well, I hadn't considered that. I never really think about that. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's packing. Anyway. Um, it's just blowing my mind. Um, when I read that this fact was true, I kind of like I stood up and I went to see if it went outside to see if it was like raining sulfur, or <laughs> or if uh, uh, or if there was a big black rainbow in the sky. Oh God! You ever read that book? Uh huh. You're the black rainbow. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I, I was. I did it. I read it because I was hoping to get laid, and I didn't get laid. So I was just <laughs> like, what a waste of time. No woman will ever fuck you for reading that book. Some might read. Uh, not fuck you for reading that book. I regretted it. I mean, some people just stick to music, Mr. Cambria. <laughs> what kind of name? What kind of first name is Coheden? Uh, hey, you know what? <laughs> I like the band. I do too. I'm not gonna. I'm knock making it. fun, but I'm making. I'll make fun of your book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem with making fun of your book. <laughs> anyway, but it just it it just seems to fly in the face of the natural order of things, you know, with David Cross and Amber Tamblyn. I, I just don't get it. I mean, he's not that funny. I'm, and frankly, I'm surprised he's straight, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I know they're both crazy, but error, <laughs> error, error, divide by zero makes no sense to me. I don't get it. Eh. I'm, I'm just surprised you don't know who. I pay no attention to celebrity gossip. You know, the fact that I've... Finally, like a year or two ago, learned who the Kardashians were, upsets the fuck out of me. And it's only because they're fucking spoon-fed down our fucking gullets every goddamn day. You can't avoid them. Makes you want to change your gender so you get more attention than them. (laughs) No, not really. You get that one? No. Oh, boy. I I understand where you're going from, and I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole, Bruce. Okay, there we go. Uh, And if you... Remind me to show you a video 
later on. Epic rap battles of history. Bruce Jenner versus uh, Bruce Banner. Okay. Um, so I was driving the other day, as you do. And uh, off in the distance, I saw a bunch of uh, shit in somebody's lawn, and I thought, cool, yard sale, cheap comics. <laughs> okay. Right? But I got closer, and then I realized it's just people's Christmas decorations. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah, so, so many, so many decorations. And it looked like a yard sale from a distance. I don't know. I was more, I was more pissed off that I felt like they tried to deceive me. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make you think that there's a yard sale here, but it's, no, it's just all this stupid, expensive shit we bought to put in our lawn. <laughs> I mean, it's not even December, dude. Yeah. It is not even December. People need to chill the fuck out when it comes to Christmas. Did you see this before or after Thanksgiving? This was Sunday. This past Sunday. Okay, so yes. It's after Thanksgiving. Okay, so in my mind, that's acceptable. The way we did it in my family was the day after Thanksgiving, my father, my brother, and myself would go outside and we'd decorate the house. Well, did you put like all, like everything that was in your garage? Into the lawn? Because that's what it seems like some of these people are doing. It seems like you have so, uh, like a storage space in there where you hide all this bullshit. Dude, I grew up in West Virginia. Everything in the garage was already in the lawn. No, I'm kidding. No, we... They hide all this bullshit in your house for 11 months out of the year. I mean, I can understand a couple of lights. A string, couple strings of lights. Right. Simplicity is key. Yeah. You know? But if you got like if you got to run like a power adapter out there, if you got to run like a, a, you know power strips out there to get all the fans and all the waving shit, all the moving reindeer and stuff, mm-hmm. what the hell? You think that's bad? There's a house in Bloomington, Illinois. That and it's a small house. I'm talking inside the city proper. Yeah, and it's uh, got on. Un- godly amounts of those old school 70s and 80s plastic decorations in the yard i mean literally you can't get into the yard because it's these things are lined up like toy soldiers inside of their fenced yard it's and there's like rows of like in this one row is like three rows deep seven or eight back of just candles of the glow candles then it's santa clauses and then it's snowmen and then you up on the roof I still don't know to this day if their roof leaks or not because it'd have to, to in order to put these things on their roof and have them not slide off. <laughs> it had to have nailed them up there somehow. I mean, it's just ungodly tacky. And yeah, I, it I reaches a point to tacky. Yeah, and it's um, I, what I can't imagine is their fucking electric bill because every yeah. one of these had lights in them, and those old school ones didn't use LEDs. They had incandescent bulbs. Yeah, the electric company's like raking it in, man. It's like they're... Christmas? It's like everybody's <laughs> rolling 12s. Everyone's rolling 12s. Monopoly reference. Yes. Ch- chill the fuck out about Christmas. I get it. You know? I wish you'd do something better with that money that you waste on crap like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Feeding people. You know? What Christmas should be about is about helping people instead of buying gaudy gifts for your friends and family. Yeah. And this is why I don't like giving out Christmas presents. It's because I think that what that Christmas should be about that. Yeah. I mean, of course, get your your mom a gift and stuff like that, your nephew a gift. Yeah. I get it. One is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, but the rest of your time should be helping others. Mm-hmm. And that's just my opinion. I mean, if you want to talk about what I believe Christ- the Christmas holiday season is about, it's about Jesus coming to earth. And what did Jesus say? You know, go help somebody else. Don't sit around like stuff in your faces and throwing your money at each other. Right. <laughs> Jesus in... came to help us out. Yeah. How can you ignore the message on Christmas? I think, I'm sorry, I'll get off my, I'll get from behind the pulpit now. It, it's simple. Capitalism, uh, that's why. Exactly. Anyway. It suckles at the teat of profits by any means necessary. Anyway, so we got this section for EK catches up, but he's not here. He's on his way. He's Look, on his way to catch up. He's he's catching up. Yeah. He hasn't caught up yet. He's catching up. <laughs> uh, so we'll just go to Hill Hippie's Garden. All right. So I'm titling this episode, You Know Nothing, John Cho. Who's John Cho? John Cho is the American missionary, 
quote unquote, I'm doing the air quotes here, that traveled to North Sentinel Island in the Adaman Sea, south of India, to oh, yeah. preach the message of God oh, yeah. and Jesus to the North Sentinelese people. And the North Sentinelese, for those of you who do not know, and I'm a fan of uh, primitive culture, so I've known about these guys. They've been on my radar for about 10 years. They're a pre-Neolithic tribe on this one uh, island in the Adaman Sea that have been untouched for thousands and thousands of years. They are still basically a Stone Age primitive uh, culture. They do sometimes use metal in their arrow tips, but just, just from whatever's... This is what they've scrounged, right? They right. Don't, you know, flush. Uh, come up on shore because of shipwrecks and shit Yeah, they like don't that. forge or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there's... Smelting. There might be a, a, a pit to a Gartha there where they come some, sometimes and throw them up, but I, I can't verify I've, that. I haven't been there. Yeah, me either. Most people haven't been there. Yeah. And there's a reason why. Yeah. Because they want to be left the fuck alone. Let them be, I say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. When their helicopters are flying past and they're trying to shoot down the helicopters with bows and arrows... Yeah. It's obvious, A... Don't fuck with us. Yeah, that's not a welcome mat. No. <laughs> in, in 2004, there was a couple of Indian fishermen whose uh, boat accidentally drifted ashore. They were killed. Yeah. They, they, these people want to be left alone. But uh, Mr. Chow decided that he wanted to spread the message of Jesus to these people. And, of course, he died. He was killed by these people. Was he arrowed like like Jon Snow was? Twice. He knew nothing. He knew nothing. And the first time the uh, he arrived on the island, he was shot by a child. Oh, wonderful. And he was saved by God because the arrow was stopped by his Bible. Yeah. So he immediately got back in his little kayak and paddled back out to the... Uh, fisherman that he had paid to sneak him to this island because it's against the, the law. laws yeah. of India to go to this island. They're trying to protect this native tribe. And he wrote in uh, his journal, why? Why did a little boy have to shoot me today? His high-pitched uh, high voice still lingers in my head. <laughs> Dude, man, successful Perry, but uh, why would you go back? <laughs> I'm scared, he wrote. Yeah. If you want me to get actually shot or even killed with an arrow, then so be it. I don't want to die. Oh, my God. Then wh why? How did it end up that way? It's... You know, he wanted to spread the message of Jesus. I understand that, but, I mean, some people are just not ready to hear it. Yes, uh, there are some people out there that are going so far as to see uh, to say that uh, John Chow is a symbol of Western arrogance, a reckless evangelist who attempted to supplant a culture thousands of years old when he broke Indian law and set foot on the island. I mean, that's fair to say. I, I, I got to agree with him. Yeah. I mean, Chow died trying to force his views on others, and this these tribesmen. That's how I wouldn't phrase it that way, but he's. But yes. But that's what he was doing. They didn't ask to hear the message of no, Jesus. No, they don't want to. I mean, yeah, they want nothing to do with it. They want nothing to do with anybody. They don't care. Uh, if we said, came up with, hey, here's this great new invention called the knife. That, yeah, it would be better to interact with them that way. They, you know? they still want nothing to do with us. The couple of anthropologists uh, that have attempted to go to the island have given them uh, like coconuts and stuff like that. They've had to throw it ashore from boats. They want nothing to do with this. And so these Sentinelese people, they defended their culture in the only way they knew how. Yeah, I mean, let them be. So the fishermen that took them to the island have been charged with, oh, go with my notes, charged with uh, culpable homicide not amounting to murder and for violating rules that protect the aboriginal tribes of the area. You mean culpable homicide? Yeah, I'm sorry, culpable. Thank you for the uh, correction. No problem. I'm a dick like that. Yeah. No, actually, it helps me grow, so I appreciate <laughs> If it wasn't for you, I'd still be using the word potable, not potable. <laughs> you know, if you ever played Civilization, there's always 
some pocket of the the barbarians. Yeah, that is out there. Mm-hmm. Always, always. They just, they just, they just want to be, man. Just let them be. Yeah, and then once we, you know, finish all the pieces to our spaceship, then we go off. We go Proxima Centauri. So, um, here's the thing that really pisses me the fuck off the okay. most about it. All right. And I'm going to quote a, a news article by uh, CBS News. Uh, the name of the article is "Site Where a Tribe Buried Slain American on a Remote Island, More or Less Identified by Police." And they're speaking to a woman. And I'm going to start the quote. Chow went to share his love for Jesus, said Mary Ho, an international executive leader of All Nations. All Nations, a Kansas City, Missouri-based organization, helped train show, discussed the risks with him, and sent him on the mission to support him in his life's calling. End quote. So, we have a Christian organization that wanted, uh, I get it. They want to spread the word of Jesus. That's that's what you do. Go be you. Right. But this organization helped him set up a way to violate the international law. law. They should be somewhat culpable as well. I agree, one hundred percent. So I mean, as a Christian, I say obey the law. Isn't that in there somewhere? I, I, well, even if you're not a Christian, it's good advice. Yeah, <laughs> even if you're not. I mean, don't go around with your dick swinging and start shooting people. It's just not good. Before you go to that island, ask questions about people. Hey, anyone ever been over there? It's like, yeah, we had to throw stuff at them from shore, and they pretty much shoot at anything that we come, you know, they shoot arrows at anybody comes near. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I want to go over there. It's like, you know. <laughs> I yeah, mean, they sound like they need the word of Jesus. Well, why are you in a big hurry to meet Jesus? <laughs> well, and you know what? Jesus, uh, God and Jesus was with him. They protected him once. It was his free will that he went back a second time. Yeah. And at that point, they just said, hey, you know what? You're on your own now, pal. Yeah, God can't protect you forever. Really. No. I mean, you were, you were lucky <laughs> yeah. that he gave you a warning that you fell under his graces. Like, oh. Yeah, directly. My word just saved you. Literally, my Literally, word. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, here's what I want people to take away from this. You know, I'm I'm a little scathing in my uh, of course. telling of this. Of course. But, you know, sometimes, man, just keep to your fucking self. This is a perfect example of not everyone wants to talk to you. Yeah. Not everyone wants to M- get Mind into, your own business. Yeah. Not everyone wants to get into what you're into. Just if they come to you and ask, then sure. You know, by all means, tell them what you're into or what religion you want to want them to learn about or whatever they're interested in. But don't be going out there and forcing your way, uh, trying to force your ways on others. And definitely don't be breaking international fucking law to do it. Yeah. Sometimes just leave people be. Yeah. I'll pray for you, bro. But I mean, that was kind of on you. Yeah. I, yeah my I mean, heart goes out to your family, man. Yeah. When. If you're talking to God right now, I'm sure he's like, you know, I, I gave you a warning. You know, you got, at some point it's on you. Yeah. Uh, the the only reason, you know, I made free will is because I wanted to see shit like this play out. <laughs> 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 I mean, I made the platypus and I, felt, I figured, you know, I made every silly thing I could make so far. Yeah. And I was like, now I'm going to make something with free will. And, oh, man, I've been laughing my ass off ever since. Yeah. You know, that's the only kind of sense that God makes to me. Yeah. I, is that we must be hilarious that. to him. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go further on this. But uh, I, we got to move on. We got to move, move on. on. So I want to talk about... Oh, real quick. Yeah? I uh, want to give a shout-out to some listeners. Right, right. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to my uh, co-workers from the Lumbee tribe of North Carolina. I just learned out that you were members of this tribe on Monday, and... I want to say thank you for listening. We always appreciate it. Uh, take us home. Tell us, uh, yeah. tell your fan, uh, your, your family, family friends. and friends about us. Good lord! You want me to? You want me to finish this off? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we love you. We thank you for listening. That's why I try to say I love you at the end of every episode. We really appreciate it. You know, yeah. Tell a friend. You know, uh, subscribe to us on your podcast app or what is it? iTunes, whatever you people use. Cast box. Whatever I, the young people are mean, using the old cast box. And, and I don't mean that you, the Lumbee. Lumbee, yes. I don't mean the Lumbee tribe as you people. I mean, I don't. 
I mean, you people is in, we all have different devices that have different apps and stuff like that. And it's very confusing. And this is why I hate Apple. You don't have to worry about that, man. (laughs) These guys that I've met. They're they're construction workers. I know they're cool. Yeah, they're... (laughs) I won't say that it's been a pleasure working with them, but they always keep things interesting. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Oh, there's something I want to tell you off air. Anyway, um, yeah, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And if you're in the Fredericksburg area, I would suggest you go to our sponsor, which is Danny's Pizza and Subs. Uh, you can go to their website, dannyspizzaandsubs.com. That's D-A-N-N-Y-S. It's not run by a woman or anything. D A N I. It's Danny's Pizza and Subs. No. It's not Queen Targaryen. Yeah. It's Danny's Pizza and Subs. We have a meat treat pizza. Manly pizza. <laughs> it's manly food. And there's some, you know, not so manly food as well. Um, oh, is that when I'm supposed to speak up? No, no. no. I'll, I'll tell you here in a second. <laughs> Danny's Pizza and Subs. They got a website. It's going to be updated soon. So I'll be looking for that because it looks dope. Um, it's in the Lees Hill area of Fredericksburg, and it has limited delivery area. So I'm sorry, New Zealanders. I know you're listening. I know you you just want to take, get some of this meat treat in your hot mouth. I, under, I understand it. <laughs> you know. Anyway, it's in the Lees Hill area, Lees Hill Shopping Center. Uh, Did you mean that to sound like that? Absolutely. Okay. Everything I do is calculated. I doubt okay. that, but okay. <laughs> Or accidental. Uh, limited delivery area. It's across from Weiss in the Lease Hill Shopping Center. It's located, this address is 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue. Um, they're open Monday through Thursday, uh, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. So you still got time. They're probably in the dinner rush right now. So you can probably place an order with them, get a delivery if you're in the area. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they're open Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10 p.m. 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Not, They're not open 23 hours. I mean, you know. <laughs> 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Friday and Saturday, and Sundays they are open 12 to 8 p.m. Um, did you look at that menu? Did you see anything you wanted? Oh, yeah. The house special looks delicious. That's the one with friggin' everything. Yeah. And if you wanted anchovies, you can get anchovies. Uh, if you can't decide which meat you want, the house special's All got you it. covered. Yeah. Pepperoni, sausage, ham. If, you know me. I got I got to have mushrooms on my pizza. Love me with some mushrooms. Then you got green peppers, onions, black olives. That's everything I want on a pizza right there. Ugh, black olives. Oh, love me some we black olives. We get so many orders for the house special. This is a, uh, no, uh, house special, no black olives. <laughs> then that's not the house special. That's true. And we'll have debates about it. It's technically, it's not the house special. Technically. Technically. Anyway, uh, if you're in the area, you can dial 898-5008 and go ahead and place a delivery or pickup order. You know, just swing on by, you know, if you're out and about this evening. Uh, yeah, it, that number again is 898-5008. Um, and do us a favor and t- make sure you tell them that FXBG Public Radio and or the Shock Monkey Radio sent you. That does us a lot of good. We'd appreciate it. But I, I'm just, I'm surprised nobody, I mean, I, I got to mention the ma- the manicotti, the manicotti. Yeah, um, a lot of those Italian dinners. Yeah, I, I are so good. Danny's yeah. pizza and subs. I, yeah, well, they got so much else too. They got panini, paninis. They got gyros, as I was corrected yesterday. Gyros, gyros, and uh, you can get a gyro pizza. You can get a oh, you can get a buffalo chicken pizza. You can get one of my favorites. A Pork barbecue, pork or beef barbecue pizza. Oh, one of my personal favorites, the Hawaiian. Why does people? Why do people insist on putting fruit? See, I don't understand why people like the Hawaiian. See, I made this comment to EK the other night when I ordered a Hawaiian pizza. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not really a Hawaiian pizza. If to be a Hawaiian pizza, it should be spam and pineapple. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, well, you don't have to order that from Danny's. No, I don't think anybody sells that. But I guess if you called them up and you're like, uh, can you get spam? They might say, yeah, maybe. They are close to a, real close to a uh, grocery yeah, store. Yeah, they're across from Weiss in the Lee's Hill Shopping Center. Absolutely. Who knows? You never do. Yeah, but they got a lot of great stuff. Go check out Danny's Pizza and Subs. Uh, Danny'sPizzaAndSubs.com. Eat it with your mouth. I don't <laughs> think that's going to catch on. And not your ear. Yeah, tell <laughs> not your ear. Yeah, tell them we sent you. Shock Monkey Radio loves you. But manicotti. I ain't had manicotti in a hot minute. Wow, we are tearing through I'm gonna um I'm gonna skip these dumbass joke I was, jokes I wanted to 
wanted to do, but we got uh, 20 minutes left, so I want to get into the news worth knowing. Okay. Da, 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 da. News worth knowing. So, so the silence meant there was no no news worth knowing this week. No, I was just trying to remember. Um, yeah, um, here's the news. This is why I stick to cigarettes. <laughs> Ma- man suffers third degree burns after a vape pen explodes in his pocket. In his pocket? Yeah. A Florida man underwent surgery Monday Monday after his vape pen exploded in his pants. <laughs> I just want to say that his vape pen went off in his pants. Yeah, I had an explosion in my pants. <laughs> Unfortunately, this explosion caused second and third degree burns on his legs. The victim, who is being identified only as Mike. That's a hot load. Yep. Oh, good one. <laughs> oh, he just sat down at his office at Eurowall when the explosion occurred. There was smoke in the office. It just, poof, imagine it just, poof, <laughs> big cloud of vape just. Right. And it smells all purpley. <laughs> purpley. <laughs> <laughs> There was smoke in the office. He had opened the door. He was in shock, Uh, he told a uh, witness said. Um, You could see the chemical burns are a little different, and seeing flesh like that, you could literally smell the difference between the flesh burning. Uh, Anyway, Mike was airlifted to Blake Medical Center, where his co-workers don't know what caused the device to explode. State's fire marshal's office is investigating. Uh, Northport Fire Chief Scott Titus that's an awesome name for Scott. It's not mine. Uh, he said users should follow device guidelines and make sure that it's covered so that it doesn't come in contact with any metal. Jeez, these things are so dangerous. He's very lucky, Julius told the outlet. He could have lost his hand. He could have had it by his face. Uh, you've seen reports like that, where, you know, where, and it has been devastating for the family. Yeah. Uh, luckily, That's- it wasn't next, uh, you know, in his front pocket close to something sensitive. Oh, man. Yeah, think about that one for a second. It could, like, when he sat down, it could matter in, like, which way it slides on the thigh. Yeah. Make a big difference, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go back to cigarettes, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm not losing a dick over a vape, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so you're a eunuch, yeah? Yeah. How? Mm-hmm. Vape pen. What? No, you make up the story Varys tells. and <laughs> <laughs> Right. And then, he's, and then he threw it in the fire, and then there was a, a demon, and a, heard voice, a voice. <laughs> and then a voice spoke from the flames. <laughs> Way more interesting story. Yes. That's what happened to Varys. Nobody knew there was vape pens in Westeros, but apparently there is. So I can just go on the next story. Uh, Chick-fil-A defends itself after being excluded by private New Jersey University over its Christian values. Uh, Chick-fil-A fired back at a private New Jersey university that believes their restaurant doesn't belong on the menu for students over its Christian values. Okay. Yeah, Ryder University asked students earlier this year what fast food chain they would like to see on campus, circulating a survey in which the students can select their preferred, preferred choice. Preferred. Preferred. But once it became clear students were craving Chick-fil-A, the university excluded the option, citing concerns over the company's attitudes towards the LGBTQ community. The chain pushed back against the university's characterization, saying the restaurant is merely providing food and doesn't have any agenda. Right. Like, yeah. Quote, Chick-fil-A is a restaurant company focused on food, service, and hospitality, and our restaurants and licensed locations on college campuses welcome everyone. We have no policy of discrimination against any group, and we do not have any political or social agenda, the restaurant's spokesperson said. Uh, The school said in a statement that Chick-fil-A option was removed based on the company's record widely perceived to be in opposition widely perceived to be in opposition to the lgbt community <laughs> widely perceived to be <clears throat> it's not that it's it's funny because you think it's wide and it's funny because you think perception has some sort of say right in chicken sandwiches <laughs> their waffle fries are delicious yes you, they don't the fries you get are waffle shaped. They're not cross shaped. No. All right. No. It is not shaped like barbed wire. It's not like the spear that they shoved in a side like most most French fries. Most restaurants have that agenda. They've got little spears that you can uh, that got shoved into the side of the Christ. No. No. These are the only ones who aren't just because that's the way the owners feel. 
They're not pushing that on anybody. It's What's not, the yeah. bigger issue here is they put out the survey to their students. The students answered. Wanted they let it. their they voice be it. heard. They wanted it. And they denied it. That's communism in action, my friend. Well, they denied it because I think that there would be start getting protests there, like a, the Chick-fil-A counter in the cafeteria or something like that. Like, you hate gay people. It's like, why? Because I read it on your website. Like, what exactly did you read on the website? Right. We're Christians. That's what you read on the website. Mm-hmm. So you infer that, you know, I must hate LGBTQ STD people. Right. That was your agenda, not mine. Yeah. They're always like... I, and dude, what the answer is going to be, dude, I just work here. Would you like a chicken sandwich? The sliders are delicious. Yeah, right? You know, I don't care what your political beliefs are. I mean, a, chicken, a good chicken sandwich is a good chicken sandwich. Yeah, you can't take that away. And if you're vegan, waffle fries are awesome. Absolutely. And their lemonade's fucking delicious, too. But know, right? Don't, don't buy a gallon of it. What, what? Don't bring politics and start screwing with my chicken intake. Right. <laughs> All right? Not, that's going to make me that's, mad. That's the thing. They just got to start uh, having waffles, real waffles with their chicken. I, I'd camp there. I'm not going to get another chicken waffles argument. <laughs> All right, we already had the pizza argument. So, All right, I'm moving on. Kansas high school football gets ice bath after winning title. Absolutely hates it. A Kansas high school football coach appeared to have an ice bath after he received a winning uh, upon winning the team's first ever state title Saturday. A Wichita, Kansas, Wichita, Kansas, Kansas, Wichita Eagle photojournalist caught uh, St. Thomas Aquinas head coach Randy Dreeling appear to yell at two of his players after they gave him a Powerade shower. The Overland Park Parochial School defeated North- Wichita Northwest 49-28 to to win the Kansas Class uh, 5A high school title. Dreeling was subsequently... Asked by the Wichita Eagle if he wasn't a fan, if he still wasn't a fan of the ice bath. He was like, no, not a fan of the ice bath. No, nobody gives me ice baths. That was a bad deal, he said. <laughs> it's tradition, dude. You're a coach. But it's Kansas and it's winter. I mean, that dumping Gatorade over people in the middle of winter is insane. You people I, are jerks. You know, I agree. But here's the thing. You're a coach. It's tradition. You know what's going to happen. Have a fucking parker ready. <laughs> I when I was uh, uh, doing a acting as an assistant swim coach for the swim team I belong to, you know what happens at the end of the swim meet when uh, <clears throat> when your team wins, your kids push you in the pool. So when we would have a meet, as much as I didn't want it, I knew it was coming, so I had a spare pack of clothes ready. Get a parker, dude. All right, fine. I got to move on because we're eating up time. And I got these awesome stories left. Uh, wedding photographer arrested after having sex with a guest and urinating on a tree while on the job. <laughs> Sounds like he had a good night. I want to party with this woman. Oh, her. Even better. Wedding photographer in Texas was arrested while on the job after allegedly having sex with a guest and urinating on a tree. Katie Meta, Meta 26, who goes by the name Max McIntyre, for her business and swimsuit modeling career, Mm. was documenting a wedding at Parker Manor in Weatherford when the incident occurred. According to the arrest report, an off-duty sheriff providing security at the event was alerted about Meta's inappropriate behavior by a member of the wedding party. Hate is gonna hate. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Excuse me, the wedding photographer is getting more dick than I am. She's banging a dude back there. And I'm not, and so... That, that was... I had my eye on him. <laughs> uh, she was reportedly having sex with a man from the wedding. Uh, when the officer advised her to leave, she went over to a tree and began to urinate. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I gotta piss. The photographer reportedly smelled strongly of alcohol and was found with a bottle of <clears throat> Alprazolam, a prescription commonly known as Xanax, used to treat anxiety and pain. Oh, man. There we go. Yeah. After she was arrested, she became belligerent and started yelling threats to the officers in the car, including, y'all's daughters are dead. Y'all's families will be dead by Christmas, WFAA reporter. I love that. I want to party with this girl. Y'all's daughters are dead. Your families will be dead by Christmas. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. 
Now she is facing charges of public intoxication and a felony charge of obstruction and retaliation. Uh, and didn't res- and uh, they didn't re- immediately respond for comment. Uh, someone identified as Meta's sister told uh, WFAA the photographer told her family she was she had been given spike drinks unknowingly while she was working at the wedding. Unknowingly. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. She was also allegedly approached by two men who tried to do inappropriate things. After yelling for help, the situation got turned around in a negative way, the sister claimed. <laughs> she didn't drink, even though they found the bottle on her. And she was Xanax, raped. Yeah. It wasn't Sexually consensual. assaulted, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I think that pl- that holds no water. That had to play it out a whole different way if that was the case. Yeah. Just admit it. You had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not that hard. I mean, you know, yeah, the sis just rocked it a little too much. <laughs> Lost a little bit too much control. Uh, inchworm bandits filmed crawling on restaurant floor steal hundreds of dollars. What? What? Yeah, go look for this video. Because uh, I love the timestamp that's on the video. Uh-huh. Because it's 420. <laughs> 4.20 a.m. <laughs> a group of thieves dubbed the Inchward Bandits for their bizarre M.O., stole hundreds of dollars from a Texas restaurant on Sunday. The three burglars broke into Piggy's Kitchen and Bar in Houston after hours, uh, crawling along the floor in what appears to be an attempt to avoid the cameras. The 300 bandits smashed in the front window of the business and then made their way through the dining room and behind the bar, not standing up until they reached the kitchen. The staff has taken to calling them the Inchworm Bandits. The restaurant manager, Christopher Grinnell, told Click2 Houston. They're inchworming their way across my dining room floor all the way to the kitchen. <laughs> they made off of $450 uh, tip money for the servers who worked over the weekend and also caused an estimated $2,000 worth of damage. This is the third time Piggies has been broken into. The last time, the thieves used a sledgehammer and a crowbar to get inside, and then they stole five bottles of tequila. <laughs> Police are investigating the robbery to see if the burglars are the same as the ones who committed a similar crime at Mr. Gaddett's Pizza last week. Oh, wow. They weren't crawling like inchworms. They were just imitating the worm in the bottle of the mezcal. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Oh, man. I just love it. It was like, I don't know if it's intentional or if it's at 420 a.m. You just smoked or I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Tea time for potheads. Now let's break into sp- something. <laughs> well, it's just the idea is like we stay low and the camera won't get us. And you're clearly in view of the camera. Right. You know? <laughs> you know, usually the idea of these things is to get in and out as fast as possible. And crawling yeah. on your belly seems to be counterintuitive yeah. to that. Yeah. So I got this last article here. I'm going to call it Snitches Get Stitches. All right. Uh, sixth grader's note helps New York man find a hit-and-run driver. Driver. New York man praised a sixth grader who helped him find a, the driver who hit his parked car and fled the scene. Andrew Sipowitz, a student at <sighs> Canisius College in Buffalo, New York, tweeted the note from a, a helpful and observant sixth grader. The tweet immediately went viral. Shout out to the anonymous sixth grader for saving me a couple thousand uh, what the hell? Uh, bus not drawn to scale. What the hell? What? I don't know. Uh, he he wrote along with photos and he uh, he had a he posted a picture of his damaged car. Uh, the note described that the bus allegedly hit. Oh, here's a, here's a note. I gotta read it. If you're wondering what happened to your car, bus four four nine hit your car. It stops here every day to drop me off. Eddie, there's like details, like <laughs> more information. It's great. Uh, the note described the bus hit his car before fleeing the scene, allegedly. The allegedly. student wrote the number of the bus, uh, what time the incident occurred, and that the driver was a woman. The student sa- uh, said she saw the incident occur and even drew a picture of what the bus looked like. <laughs> and the young witness signed the note as a sixth grader from Hewton Academy. Hmm. <laughs> Hewton Academy Vice Principal Kevin Garcia told WKBW the school would present the student with a citizenship award for her good deed. The student's teacher tweeted about the gesture and announced the student 
would not receive homework over the Thanksgiving break. Oh, come on. You're going <laughs> to deny her education oh. because she did something right? Is it denying her education? You're going to punish her. I don't, it, yeah, sixth grade stuff. Uh. Sixth grade stuff. How important is it? Algebra? Don't need that. <laughs> uh, Sip, Sipowitz was able to use the information to contact first student, a school bus company, and tell officials what had happened. Uh, the company said it would cover the cost of the damage and was in the process of terminating the driver based on the incident. Uh, this, this is a quote uh, from Sipowitz. Update, the student who wrote the letter has been found, and we're in the process of finding a way to reward, reward her for her actions. Very grateful for what she did. Snitches get stitches. I'm kidding. Good job. Yeah, Absolutely. I guess I had to rush because I'm running out of charge here on my uh, my laptop here. So we got to fill another four minutes. What what else What else you got going on? You gonna mm. You gonna read these Looney Tunes comics? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give a look into Batman meets Elmer Fudd, man. That, yeah. that sounds really really good. Yeah. Wonder Woman and Tasmanian Devil. Uh, again, my mind's gonna go into too dark a place for that one. You know, I think at times there's somebody else who did too in there. Really. Yeah. Okay, then now maybe, I got to read it. Exactly. I know what how to make you fuck, read it. man? <laughs> exactly. That's how Randy gets me to read things. Uh, and he'll, he'll entice me with this, ooh, I guess I got to read your fan fiction now. <laughs> like, oh, Superman. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Swoon, Superman. Fap, 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 fap. Well, I mean, but it's just I asked him if I could make fun of his writing today, and he was like, uh, well, what exactly? <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you going to do this before I give you my consent? What exactly are you going to make fun of exactly? And I told him, and he's like, okay. So, of course, he had to listen to find out what the hell was going on. Yeah, it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. It's actually a really excellent read. And, yeah, we gave all the really bad uh, uh, critiques back and forth off air so they didn't come on air. Exactamundo. Exactamundo. Um, so we have a social media presence. We do? Yes. Um, if you want to email me, you can email me at madman at fxbgpr.com. You have one too as well, right? Yeah, hillhippie at fxbgpr.com. Yeah, and so if you want to ask me a question, you want to like berate me, uh, you want to you know tell me that uh, there's nothing wrong with writing four or five paragraphs about how hot Clark Kent is, you know, <laughs> go ahead. Send me an email, madman at fxbgpr.com. Well, we're also on Facebook, shock monkey radio redux. Go check out our page, go like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. I have a YouTube channel, search for the madman lowercase, or you can just search for FXBG public radio and you'll probably find my videos. So like, share, and subscribe to those go on to Patreon. Please become a patron that will, uh, incentivize us to give you more and more excellent Content like uh, making fun of your friends for being a little gay for Superman. Little gay for Superman. And please feel free to email me. Uh, email me. Email me. That gives me something to do besides staring at Harley Quinn's plastic ass. See, I mean, yeah, uh, I got a comment on one of my video, the Nightwing's ass video, uh-huh. where somebody went to this long tirade about the history of Nightwing, and I was, all I could do was love it. You know, right. it's like, okay, it's like, are you trying to correct me? Uh, that, that video has nothing to do with his history. Yeah, I'm talking is, about his ass. Is the history supposed to explain the ass? <laughs> He's got such a wonderful derriere because he used to be an acrobat. I'm not that, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't like him for his personality, you know? <laughs> you just <laughs> like a, him for that fat, smackable it's, ass. It's dead ass. It's dead ass. Anyway, you can go check out that video. It's one of my, my most popular. And think about how handsome Superman is as you're staring at Nightwing's ass. Well, I mean, we, I guess we know some people who are listening who may never cheat on Superman. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, we're right about out of time. Go check us out on social media. Email me if you want. Uh, I'm the Madman, and I love you. And I'm the Hill Hippie, wishing you all peace and love. All right, I'm going to make the music thing you go. And I got to do the, uh, the yeah. Hey, you did it. I'm so proud of you. I'm getting so good at this. You're becoming a big boy. Bye.